Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. The scripture says, God will give you the desires of your heart. It is in David's heart that the world would see, know, and experience the glory of God. In 1st and 2nd Chronicles, the original desire to build the house of God was in the heart of King David. He had a passion and a desire. All through the years, the Israelites had traveled with the Ark of the Covenant through the wilderness. As the Ark moved, so they moved. The Ark went before them into battle. As the Ark went into the River Jordan, the waters opened. The Ark was the covenant that God was with his people. When Israel began to build their cities, King David said the Ark of the Covenant of God must not remain in a tent form. They must build a permanent place where God could dwell with his people. God said he could not build the temple because of two things. One, King David had actually sinned against God, and secondly, he was a man of war. The task was given to his son Solomon. During the temple dedication, Solomon says, Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. What is in your heart? Are you longing to see the glory of God? Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be satisfied. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. I'm going to go back into the Old Testament and uh, I'm actually reading from the first book of Chronicles and chapter 28. If you want to follow then um, open up your Bibles. <laughs> um, I'm coming back to David because obviously I feel a very strong affinity with David. <laughs> I'm so grateful that um, uh, my parents called me David. Um, one doesn't know why one's parents do select names sometimes, but anyway. But the thing is that I'm coming back to something because I, I haven't dwelt on this and I, I haven't spoken about this, if ever I did, for many, many years. But when wanting something a little bit different for this message, I, I came across this. And it is the story of David and Solomon. Now, I'm going to confess that <laughs> I like to think of myself as David in the Bible, but this is one occasion when I would no longer be David. You will soon see why. You see, it says right at the beginning of chapter 28, this is First Chronicles chapter 28, David assembled all the princes of Israel, the princes of the tribes, the captains of the companies that ministered to the king, the captains over the thousands, that's the military, captains over the hundreds and stewards over the substance and possessions of the king and his sons with the officers and with the mighty men and with all the valiant men to Jerusalem. Now this was an enormous thing because David is gathering together virtually everybody of any importance, including his 
servants, uh, but it's particularly the leaders of the people and the military. And he then unburdens his heart because in verse 2, David the king stood on his feet and said, Hear me, my brethren and my people. As for me, I had in mine heart to build a house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of our God and made ready for the building. But in verse 3, God said to me, you shall not build a house for my name because you have been a man of war and have shed blood. Now, the reason that this resonated, and I'm going back many years. I mean, this goes back 40, 50, certainly probably at least 50 years when the Lord first brought this to me because in my heart, I have always wanted to do what David did. I want to, in effect, build a house for the Lord. Now, that might sound strange, but the temple that was to be built was to be the most glorious. I, I don't know whether people realize this. It was intended to be the most glorious, the most uh, important building, probably at that time, anywhere, I was going to say in the world, but certainly in that region. And remember that these Israelites had come out of Egypt, and Egypt was, while they were there as slaves, a center of the most phenomenal building. I mean, even now you can visit Egypt and see the temples and the buildings that they created. And um, a lot of that was actually going on while the Israelites were in captivity there. They were the slaves that had to do the work. And I know there's an awful lot being said today about slavery and uh, trying to get rid of all uh, memory of slavery, but slavery has been with us uh, right back and long before even biblical times. I mean, Israel in Egypt, they were slaves. Uh, the Romans did more with slaves than anything. The Greeks had slaves. And even Paul refers to slaves uh, because he, he finds one and sends him back to his master. But the interesting thing here was, and this is the point I'm trying to make, that this temple had to be outstandingly beautiful. And the more you read through in the following chapter, the two chapters and, and, and the various verses, when you look at what went into it, I'm absolutely astounded when I look. Um, the amount of gold, of silver, of brass, of precious jewels, it has been calculated that the total weight of gold that went into this temple was 144 tons. Now that, when you realize that gold is measured in value of ounces, 
and uh, that an ounce can be worth $2,000 or $3,000. To try to calculate the wealth that went into this temple is, well, it's almost impossible. You can't describe it in modern terms. Uh, I mean, if you try and multiply up from that, someone has tried, but it runs into billions and billions and billions. But what I'm trying to say is, David's desire was to leave as a memorial to himself, and uh, because he's coming to the end of his life, you know, this is the end of his life. And he's really wanting to leave, as most of us do, some kind of memorial, some kind of remembrance. And that's why he's saying, look, and he's calling all the people, I had in my heart, it was the desire of my heart, he says, to build a house for the Lord. And he says, um, when, after all, uh, in verse 3, when God says he can't do it, um, he then begins to outline all that he's prepared. So it wasn't just a matter of wanting to build it and not being allowed to, but he had made the preparation. But what really touches me is this, because all my life I've wanted to to, to, to do something in my life that would emulate David. Come on. What I've always wanted to do is to build this temple. Now, don't laugh at me because I don't literally mean a temple. But what I mean is that I, what I wanted to do would reflect and reveal the glory of God in an unprecedented way. And as I'm reaching and celebrating as I'm speaking, this is my 90th birthday, it's quite interesting because I'm looking back over at least 50 years. And 50 years ago, it, that was my desire to be able to do something which would bring such honor and glory to God. And looking back, no, I'm not at the end of my life. <laughs> but there is a sense that what God has done through these last, not just the 72 years of my ministry, but particularly in the last 40, 50 years, is incredible. And so much of it has come because of that desire in my heart and when I had the desire in my heart, it's a little bit like David, um, I didn't visualize exactly how it would be done. All I was determined that was that that would be my life's work. Jesus taught in Luke's Gospel, chapter 6. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Thank you for supporting our humanitarian and spiritual aid work in Ukraine. Our staff are assisting the displaced and vulnerable, providing food and medicines. We also distribute Bibles and broadcast the gospel on Ukrainian TV. The need is urgent and great, but together, 
we are helping so many. And our work of evangelism continues. Each week, the gospel is preached on TV, radio, podcast, and online. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.